at $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES podcast with your host, Soul Blazer. Hello, everybody. This is Super NES Podcast, uh, episode number 189. Uh, th- these are your regular your co-hosts at the podcast. I am Greg. He is Joe. Hi. And this is Joe's pick this time uh, for us to cover <laughs> a game. And uh, Joe did a kind of surprising pick uh, for us. I think it was kind of spur of the moment kind of thing. Because I kind of, um, you know, he wasn't sure what else to cover. But um, I am curious, though, to learn more about this. So, Joe, why don't you tell us what game we're covering this episode and why you decided to cover it? So, let me tell you, it took me almost a... Uh full two days to figure out uh, whether I own this ROM or not because I looked up Disney's Magical Quest starring <laughs> Mickey Mouse. I looked up Mickey Mickey's Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse. And then finally I found it under the proper name of The Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and to make it more confusing... Confusing. The letter GBA port was renamed as well, too. So right, and most of these people, you know, probably know this game as Magical Quest or, or Mickey's Magical Quest. Like, it's I did not realize that the original name is the Magical Quest. Like, it's so generic. <laughs> um, and then it adds that Mickey Mouse. But yes, so uh, a little inside baseball as to why I picked this. Yes, it was kind of a last minute pick, um, but also. As a Genesis kid, I loved Castle Evolution, and that is probably one of my favorite platforms for the Genesis and that I had growing up outside of Quackshot. So um, I felt that this was probably the Super Nintendo equivalent of that, and the fact that there's technically three, one that never left Japan, um, that we can cover on here. I figured we might as well start with the first and then uh, we'll eventually make our way through the entire trilogy. Yes, we will. So, <laughs> you, you, yeah, I was saying, like, uh, trying to find the game probably didn't make it easier because the fact that didn't make it easier because the fact that it was a trilogy as well, too. So, but. Which um, all have different names. <laughs> yes. But the second game, yeah, 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 the second game, the trilogy, um, uh, uh, the Great Circus Mystery did come out Genesis as well. So, see, I didn't know that. So, I played that and actually beat it for the Super Nintendo probably about five years ago when I had my physical Super Nintendo that George had given me for my birthday. Um, so that was my first introduction to the series on the Super Nintendo. Right. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So let's talk about the trilogy like in broad strokes here. Like, and then we'll get into the actual specific game recovering. Um, Dizzy's Magical Quest, as Joe already mentioned, was a trilogy. Um, uh, that came out originally for Super NES, um, like in the early to mid '90s. As I said, the second game in the series did get Genesis. I don't know why only that game got Genesis port, uh, like not the others. But uh, but in any event, uh, the series the, the series was primarily for the Super NES. Um, all three games did get re-released later on, and then uh, later on on GBA as well with some enhancements. 
Um, so if you're looking for the game these days, the GBA version may be easier to find. Uh, because simply the fact that all three versions, that they all three games, they get enhanced some. And if the third game is trilogy, because um, it came out so late, the Super NES's lifespan, and it, it only got a Japan-only release. Uh, but it was released in the West on GBA. So, um, uh, so uh, there are some similarities with all three of three's games. First of all, all three games were, of course, Capcom Disney games. We've already talked about this, uh, like in the past. I'm going to cover the Goof Troop. Uh, Capcom had to license some big Disney games from the mid '80s to the mid '90s. So uh, these are again more of their like more of their games, and uh, um, and, and these are platformers. Um, the basic premise for all three games is roughly the same. Uh, you're playing mostly as Mickey Mouse, uh, although depending upon the version of the game, uh, uh, you can't play as Minnie Mouse or Donald Duck in some areas. Um, but primarily, like you're playing Mickey Mouse, uh, Mickey Mouse, and you're going up against Pete, uh, who's, uh, who's Mickey Mouse's uh, kind of kind of like major antagonist uh, throughout mm -hmm. uh, 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 his cartoon series history. Uh, you usually cross paths, paths with him in, uh, like in every other game featuring Mickey Mouse, for example, Kingdom Hearts, uh, and other stuff like that as well, too. So, um, you basically have to defeat enemies by either jumping on them, uh, a la Mario, uh, or, grabbing, or, grabbing, or grabbing and throwing blocks at them, kind of like Koopa Shells, mm -hmm. again, a la Mario. So, uh, obviously, obviously, Capcom took a lot of inspiration from how the Mario games played, like when they made this series. So, uh, but there is one cool... Uh, 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 but there are some cool, unique things uh, like in this trilogy. One of them is the ability that you go through the game, you gain the ability to be able to uh, to get new uh, to, to let you get the new character outfits, uh, which usually come, uh, which usually comes right out of like past uh, uh, Mickey Mouse movies and or uh, car uh, cartoon appearances. Mm -hmm. And these these outfits give you like like new abilities. Some abilities you need to advance in the game. Other abilities are just simply are just simply just super helpful. Um, you also you also get the ability. To expand your heart meter by finding hearts, kind of like how Bionic Commando, you, you expand your heart meter, but like by finding bullets. Mm -hmm. uh, and and the games, they use the gimmicks as well, too, I'm sure. Um, and there's a shop boss in the game, and you're able to earn coins. And you can, and you can like, um, when you find a shop, you can use your coins to buy upgrades for your outfits or other, uh, um, you know, like uh, one ups, uh, health refills, and other items that can help you with your quest. So, all three games, all three games of the series, kind of feature those elements. So that's like, the, uh, um, so that's like the trilogy, you know, trilogy, the trilogy, like a broad stroke. Um, I never, uh, I never played any of these games, even the, uh, um, even though I was a big fan of Capcom's NES games. By the time the by, by the time Super NES came out, I kind of gotten older to like you know like late teens. So I kind of really wasn't uh, into these games as much. Uh, even though I think I really. Um, even though I think I probably would have liked them had I played them like back in the uh, uh, back in the day, because like any other Capcom game, they are like very well programmed and designed, uh, like sure. So, um, and you uh, um, and you have not played before this any game in the trilogy, Joe. You said uh, no. I, I well uh, before this game, I played the circus one for um, circus one. Okay, yeah. About five years ago, and I I blew through that in you know right. one sitting, uh, much like I did with this game. But um, so to answer your your question, um, a lot of what is taken in this game and presented is from Castle of Illusion. Uh, being able to make sense to jump on the enemy, I, yes, that comes from I kind played of, of Mario. Yeah, I played Castle of Illusion, but that was like a long time ago. So really yeah, remember, like, but so like it. in that game, you can also spin the enemies to knock out other enemies. You can kind of grab. I guess they're supposed to be like tomatoes or something or apples. 
um, and then use them as like helicopters to kind of get to higher platforms and whatnot. And uh, one thing I noticed in this game, um, which I mean, we'll probably mention again when we get to graphics, but um, a lot of the other characters' sprites look really nice and detailed, and Mickey's is not so much. And it looks like they lifted the sprite from Castle of Illusion and converted it from the Sega Genesis to the Super Nintendo. It looks like the exact same sprite. So. Yeah, I did not see any mention when, when any mention when doing research mm -hmm. that Capcom's that Capcom's looking was looking to do kind of a spin-off from Magic of Illusion because originally because originally this game was playing of Genesis Genesis as well too, but they scrapped that port in the end, so it only came on Super NES. Hmm. So I so they so they very well so they very well may have borrowed elements from the game. Right. I believe that, but I I also I also remember Castle of Illusion using using Genesis processor very to a large degree because very large degree because that game is very like fast paced. Mm -hmm. So um, they may have been like, when did Castle of Illusions come out? Let me look that by real quick because I don't know when that game came out. Before I say this thing sounds stupid, um, <laughs> let's see. Cast of Illusion originally came out. Oh, oh, oh! This is an old game, 1990. Okay, yeah. so yeah, there you go. I, 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 I didn't realize how early that it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, it's very possible Capcom may have been like, okay, you know, that game did very well in Genesis. Let's kind of make like a more updated version of it uh, for Super NES. Right, so, which makes um, sense. Like the logic of being able to do costume swaps and whatnot is kind of the leap forward that you would take in the next evolution after Castle of Illusion, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? Right. So it makes sense. So, uh, yeah, so... Um, this game came out in Japan in November... Like, November 1992. Uh, given how very little text was in the game, they got... Uh, uh, they got North American version almost immediately afterwards, just a month later in, in December, mm. in time for Christmas. Uh, Europe saw it a few months later, like in March of 1993. Um, as I mentioned, as I mentioned, the games as I mentioned, the games developed, like developed and published by Capcom. There was a Genesis port plan, but it was scrapped. Um, all three games were then all three games were then like uh, re-released and remade. They re-released like the GBA in the mm -hmm. like the 2000s. Um, we will talk about the GBA version later on, uh, but the GBA version came out in 2002. Um, it was it was renamed to Disney's Magical Quest, starring Mickey and Minnie, yes. because one of the big changes that changed the made to the game was that Minnie was added as a playable character, although she's identical in gameplay. It's like a just a sprite swap. Um, also, uh, also, also, Nintendo published that published that version of the game like of Capcom, hmm. uh, even though Capcom did handle the update of the game hmm. like in house. So, curiously enough, but they, um, so anyway, um, the game is, the game is many, the game is many, many, many aspects, a very typical platformer. Like I said before, there are a lot of elements that are borrowed either from Castle of Illusions or from Mario games. Like Joe mentioned the ability, how, how you're going to grab onto the apples. I believe they're app apples. I believe they're apples uh, as well. <laughs> yeah, which kind of become helicopter blades, yeah. kind of like spinning up in the air for a short, for a short period of time. Uh, you can hop on blocks. You can also grab blocks and throw them to enemies, like all the shells. Um, and, and, and you can also like bop enemies, uh, bop enemies like their head to be able to defeat them. Um, and and, it's, um, and you, it's like you're looking for coins. Uh, there is a uh, there, there there is there is a score table. You can earn extra lives like by by burning points. Um, and like I said before, you do need to keep an eye out for hearts to expand your life gain mm -hmm. because you only have two hearts to begin with. So two hits 
can very quickly kill like kill Mickey, especially if, like a, uh, especially later on in the game to make up like a wrong jump or like you happen to a um, or happen to have problems with a boss fight or whatever. So you do want to like look for those like, hearts uh, to max out your to max out, to max out your life gauge for sure. Uh, you actually find. Uh, I, I, you actually can find a total of four hearts. I'm sorry, five hearts, which will boast your, uh, which at the end of the game, your, your heart gauge could be as much like seven hearts. Yeah. Um, there's also like, there's, there's also like a boss gauge meter on the bottom of the screen that you see like when you're defeating, um, all the way like boss fights. Mm -hmm. So, um, this game only, I say only has four stages. So, at first comparison, and like first brush, it does look like relatively quick. Um, however, one of the things, however, one of the things you have the ability to change on the option screen for this game is the game's difficulty level, which is like, you know, like your three typical easy, normal, hard. And I thought it was actually very good, um, and so, uh, like, so I actually was very pleased with that because it's like, um, because it's like, not only can you also change the controls, which is nice, um, but you also can change difficulty level. Mm -hmm. Easy is a great difficulty level for kids because it really is easy. Yes. Like, you know, yes. we have like a young kid who wants to play the game. Good setting for them. Normal was for somebody who's like an older kid, somebody who's like an average with platformers. They'll have a, they'll have a good time with it. Hard is actually very hard. <laughs> uh, it is it, it is definitely a challenge yes. to play in hard mode. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought the developers did a very great job balancing out the, uh, balancing the difficulty levels that this game offers. Agreed. So how'd you play this game, Joe? Uh, I emulated it. Well, I meant the difficulty level. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I played on normal. Uh, I I knew from uh, Circus Caper or whatever it was, uh, Mystery mm -hmm. Circus. Um, when I had played that, I uh, it has the same thing where you have easy, normal, and hard. And uh, I thought I'd be cool and play on hard. And for a kids' game to literally hand my butt to me within <laughs> the, the first level. Like, I couldn't get past the first level. I knew that uh, playing on hard was not the uh, selected difficulty for me. So um, yes. anybody listening to this podcast should be playing on normal um, if you feel that you are having too easy of a time playing normal, then by all means up the difficulty to hard. But um, Yes, because... If you, do, if you don't have more than, like, an hour and a half to dedicate to this game, play on easy because you'll be able to see everything. You'll be able to beat it within an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty difficult because like a speed run in this game, I got online like so, like you know, like forty-five minutes to an hour. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> like playing through normal difficulty level for sure. But yeah, because one of the yeah, yeah, because one of the biggest knocks about this game, and we'll get to the reception of the game later on, is the game is like kind of short because it is like four stages. So, at least hard mode balances that off some by giving you like a real challenge to get through, a challenge to get through the game. Right. So, uh, but yeah, so the, like so like at least yes, at least the difficulty levels are kind of like fair. So, um, the plots the plots typical kind of silly Disney the Disney stuff doesn't really make any sense. Doesn't really need to. Just kind of like when. Uh, this plot made uh, me laugh. Dressing. Yeah. So, do you want to try to explain it, Joe? So basically, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy and Pluto are in a field throwing the ball back and forth. They're just having a wonderful game of catch like you'd have with your dad. And then Goofy, in his almighty uh, smartness, uh, just decides to whiff the ball past everybody. Somehow goes into some mystical fantasy realm 
and the big bad Pete kidnaps Pluto. And here we are, we gotta go rescue uh, Pluto. Which begs the question, like, what does Donald and Goofy do this entire game if it, if it relies on just Mickey? Like, Well, <laughs> Goofy actually goes after Pluto and then he doesn't come back either, which... Uh, fuck, fuck, just leave a very uh, hilarious line like in the opening right, story. Right. Like, uh, goes like, yeah, like, he's got this. <laughs> no, he's probably got this. Oh, crap, I have to help. Right. But... But I mean, which, which again, where's like, Donald? They went to the cartoon. Where's Donald? Like, yeah. why wasn't there? Yeah, Donald vanishes. Yeah. Like, why wasn't the there so like a two-player what... option? Yeah. Why wasn't there like a two-player co-op option? Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like they, they probably had good intentions, and something tells me that like maybe they just decided to rush it at the end because, as, if I remember correctly, um, the second one, uh, Mystery Circus or whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure that's two player. So they they rectified uh, that. Let me. Um. Yes, yes, yes. That game does have yes, I, yes. I did, yeah, that game yeah. does have two player cooperative gameplay. So, but but yeah, I don't no. know. It's like you know, it, uh, um, you uh, uh, like this strange. That's his strange. That's a good. It, yeah, but I also think it's, like, so, funny, like, it's uh, such a basic premise. Like, they're just playing ball in the park, yeah. and then Goofy's, like, oh, shucks, and just <laughs> lobs the ball, and, like, boom, suddenly they're in, like, some fantasy world, and Pete's stealing Pluto. And then also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, then also, to th yeah, and then also to finish that up, like, real quick, again, again, Capcom, Capcom seems like, Capcom seems like, they seem like, seem like they're borrowing heavily from Nintendo on this. Um, but in the game, after you beat Emperor Pete, you find out, um, you know, there's already yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. So, again, like, all of right, Mario right. 2. So it's like, okay, but that makes sense, but... Oh, so, I didn't want to spoil it uh, just yet. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Well, it's a 30-year-old game. Right. Like, you know, like, everything's off yeah. at this point, so... But anyway, uh, but yeah, so there is a... Uh, there's yeah, so there's a, yeah, so there's like minimal there's minimal text cuts that cut scenes that go through the game. Uh, there's a magician who helps Mickey out, uh, who shows up every now and then in the game uh, to like you know give you advice, give you items, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So um, like so there flexors that you know, you know like I said you know it's it's it, you know it's typical silly Disney platform plot. So um, but uh, but yeah, so let's go into the gameplay. Uh, gameplay is. Is again, I, again, I, again, I, again, I hate to keep saying this, but you know it's true. It is very Mario-ish. Oh yeah. Uh, but then again, Mario, Mario is the best for platformers to go standard. So it's like you know, imitation is a serious form of flattery, as the mm -hmm. saying goes. So I guess I guess the worst things worst things Capcom Capcom could do, but be inspired. Right. <laughs> um, I like I said before, it was a long time, long time since I played Cast of Illusion. So so what you said they they took elements of gameplay mm -hmm. from that too as well. So. Um, but yeah, basically, basically Mickey just kind of like, you know, has a good, you know, pretty good speed, pretty good jump. Um, you know, there are items, there are items you can find, you, you, you find, you go through the, the, you go through the stage. Um, the outfits that, the, the outfits that Mickey Mouse can get are pretty cool. He unlocks one outfit at the beginning of each stage as a reward yep. for defeating the previous stage's boss. So, um, stage two, you get the magical outfit, you know, a la Fantasia. So... Uh, this allows you to be able to shoot magic like your enemies. Yeah, having a projectile after only being able to basically hop on your enemy's head and then you have to use that enemy as a projectile, it's nice to have your own projectile that you can just kind of shoot out. 
Um, but it also right. kind of, in a way, makes the second level feel almost as easy as the first level. <laughs> right. Well, like I said before, these outfits are optional. Um, you know, there are some areas of the game that require you to have right. an outfit on, but but uh, but most of the time, it's just like you know, like, thanks to the variety. Uh, there's pros and cons with using the magician. You can charge up charge up shots to make them to make them more powerful. However, like shooting magic does empty out uh, um, shooting magic does empty out his ma on, on yeah. magic meter, uh, and the more powerful the shot, the more magic it takes. Um, you also you also gain the ability while magician to breathe underwater for some strange reason, I guess. Just because it's magic. Okay. <laughs> yep, right. Um, and control magic carpets, uh, carpets were stuff like this as well mm -hmm. too, which again is not really Fantasia. So, uh, third outfit is a firefighter um, from one of his cartoons. I'm sure. I don't. I, I don't remember him dressing. Uh, I don't remember him dressing up as a firefighter specifically. But I'm sure. Yeah, for one of the old uh, black and white uh, yeah. cartoons, he definitely uh, was firefighter at some point. Um, I mean, come on. Like, they basically set this up specifically for that third-level boss. Like, there's no yeah. other reason. Like, they were like, oh, we want to have this cool boss that's on fire, and, like, you have to put him out with the water. And they were like, well, how are we going to do that? Oh, let's make him a firefighter. <laughs> and this is like, <laughs> there's some parts where I was just yeah. like, oh, you can see why they made these costumes. And then they went later and was like, Oh, with the firefighter costume, you can also push blocks that are in your way so that you can, you know, make a path and be able to proceed forward in the level. Like, it's like yeah. the simplest of mechanics that they used for it. <laughs> right. Yep. True. Um, the, 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 the firefighter does operate a lot like the magician. You also get the ability to form icicles yes. as well, too, uh, like this item. Uh, and again, and again, there's also like a meter you have to watch, uh, like your water supply. Uh, the last outfit uh, is given to you in stage four. This is the mountain climbing gear, uh, which is pretty cool. It gives make the ability to use a grappling hook to attach to the grappling hook they use to they use you to attach to certain yes. objects. Uh, it's like flying a hoist or swing himself around. Um, you can also use them to grab items and it, uh, items, and it can be used as a defensive weapon to stun mm -hmm. enemies as well. So it's, 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 it's definitely multi-purpose. Definitely, definitely the most handy outfit yes, in the game. Yes, absolutely. I think. Because you kind of need it for stage four too. Because stage four is definitely it's, yeah. it's definitely the hardest, the yeah. hardest of the stage of the game. Even on like a yeah, even like easy and, and the sure. the the so. second godsend for this uh, uh, is the fact that you can cycle through the costumes using the R and L button. Thank God. Yes, with that very cute yes. animation of like a. Um, of like a, of like, a like I love I love the touch of the, and, you know he yeah. opens the curtain to change his costume that's great but like the fact yeah. that I don't have to go into a menu to select the uh, costume just was fantastic I love the idea that like I can just hit left and right and just change right so, so. right. So yeah, let's talk gameplay. Uh, gameplay is pretty basic platformer stuff, like I mentioned before. Um, you know, it does the job very well though, because like you know, like I said, the, the, um, the outfits give you the ability to be able to change your abilities. Like I said, some the summaries require them. Some areas, some areas are just fun. Um, you know, like there's um, platforming is typical platforming. Uh, I mean, there are there there are some cheap deaths, but they're really not, uh, I mean, there's not really as many cheap deaths as like other platform games of this type that you might yeah. expect. So. Uh, the boss fights are challenging. The boss fights all require you to use the outfit you gained in that stage to defeat them, um, and you definitely can lose some lives. Uh, uh, some lives in the like to figure out the pattern, uh, which you have to do to mm -hmm. defeat them. Um, 
and repeat the end of the game is particularly like a pretty challenge because they're very like big intimidating enemies so um it definitely it, um um it, um it definitely is uh, um, it, the boss is definitely did definitely kind of step things up like a bit as far as difficulty goes um so um yeah uh typical uh, gameplay aspects, Joe. What do you think about this visit? Visit of like you know Capcom, Disney games, or other um, or other platforms in general. So uh, I I always let you do the research for these uh, episodes as far as background of these games and everything else. But um, I I had to look at this game because it's one of those like I know what comes after this, and I'm very familiar with what comes after this as far as like Aladdin and whatnot. Um, and this was Capcom's first Disney property on the Super Nintendo. And they did a good job. Um, I think it plays well. It looks well. Sounds great. And, right. uh, you know, it's... I played it as, I played the same on the Genesis with Castle of Illusions, uh, minus the costumes. But the game plays the same. The platforming's pretty much the same. Um, I can't remember if you're collecting coins in that game or not. Um, but I mean, it's essentially the same game with a new coat of paint and the added mechanic of the costumes. And that's not a bad thing because that game was fantastic. And this game is also fantastic and it just adds to it. And spoiler, uh, mystery circus is also fantastic. Um, so <laughs> Capcom knows what they were doing. Um, they, applied I feel like there's some parts where you can tell like they kind of applied some of like the Mega Man mechanics to these games mm -hmm. which again same company right. same right. ideas why right. not right absolutely like, you know, like, which uh, I'm um, perfectly yeah. fine with like the way Mickey jumps it feels like Mega Man um and that's not a bad thing that's good because I know what to expect like this is very you know like yeah, side note, it is a very cute jump that Mickey Mouse does, too, because, if, like, he has this, like, you know, like, um, you know, because he, to, he, he tucks up his, he, he tucks up his feet, his arms hit the, his arms <laughs> at the side, it's like he's a big grin on his face, it's like, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, like, it's a very like, yeah, happy jump. Yeah, absolutely, so, so. but, yeah. uh, so, yeah, so graphics, yeah, so graphics and music, um, the graphics in this game are pretty good, uh, like, you know, for, like, like, for the early Super NES game, uh, they're very bright, very colorful. Uh, there's some very nice growing backgrounds. Um, you know, like wide variety of locations. The enemies, you know, the enemies are all like very little. Um, the enemies, the enemies are all like very like uh, well defined mm -hmm. and large. Um, you did mention, you did mention how you did mention how you thought Mickey Mouse was just borrowed from Castle. Cat I only say that because um, the rest of the character design, especially like Goofy and Donald and Pluto and Pete, like. Those are really nice. They look like their cartoon counterparts, but Mickey kind of almost looks mushy, if that makes sense. Like, it's, he's not a clear sprite. And that's why I said it. I feel like it's the same sprite they took from Castle of Illusions, because let's be fair, the Genesis may have had the jump in the 16-bit market, but it, it was not anything compared to the Super Nintendo. Um, and graphically... This looks like a, a Genesis sprite, not a Super Nintendo sprite. Look at what other games were coming out in 1992. And it's hard to look at this and say, okay, yeah, Capcom put their best foot forward with this Mickey sprite. I think they put a lot more effort into everything else in the game and kind of 
maybe their intent was to clean it up, but I still feel like they had Castle of Illusion, they had that asset, and they were like, let's put it in there to start so we can get through this. And then they just forgot to go back and change it. Just my thought. Yeah, possibly. I mean, like, yeah, you may be right. You know, I do agree Mickey Mouse doesn't look quite as good as everybody else. Have, having said that, having said that, the, the, the graphic's still fine. I mean, it still looks, like, pretty good. Well, yeah. So, I'm, like I said, I'm uh, not complaining. I'm just, you know, it's a nitpick. <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah. I mean, like, you may be right about that. Uh, um, that's a possibility. So, um, music is, like, typical platformer stuff. Uh, like, you know, like, nothing very amazing, but again, like, you know, pretty decent enough play with decent effect of the game. Um... I would expect them to use. I, I thought Capcom had the license to use. I thought, I thought Capcom had the license to, to use Disney music as music as well too, because I remember hearing Disney music in some of their other games. So I don't don't know why they didn't use the Mickey Mouse theme in this, for example. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, I I felt the music was serviceable for the game, but uh, you know, like you said, it's nothing that's going to stand out. It's not like I'm listening to the. Uh, the Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse soundtrack in the car while I'm driving around. Like, this is, you know, it, it gets the job done when you're playing the game, and that's about it. It's not going to sit with you. You're not going to be humming these tunes. Um, but, you know, it, it serves its purpose. So, I did see a graphical glitch in this game. I'm not sure if you saw it also, Joe. Maybe it was just like a, a, a drawback of it. Uh, drawback of emulation, which happens now and then. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes Mickey Mouse uh, got hit and it's like mm -hmm. damaged. He has that. He has a. He has a. He has a short window of the, that. That short window of uh, uh, life visibility that that many characters mm -hmm. in, in games have uh, having to get hit and get damaged. Uh, sometimes, sometimes that happens. Uh, the sprite doesn't show up. Yeah. It's like he vanishes yeah. from the screen. So, so yeah. Like so yeah. Uh, so yeah, so like you I saw did, that too? I did, and I'm actually wondering if that's you know because it's emulation. Could be, yeah, because I looked, yeah, yeah, because I, yeah, because I look at videos online, yeah, show too, so, so I really but, didn't know but like that's the thing you don't know how they're playing either. So my assumption right. is that because um, I'm sh sure you you were playing on your Super NES Mini, um, I I also played on my Mini as well as my PC emulator, so. Um, yeah, I had the same thing, and my assumption is that, okay, well, you know, this is just kind of what happens when you emulate things. Some things just don't equate properly. Um, mm. That being said, there is a good possibility because, for the most part, emulation is one-to-one, -one, especially with these old 16-bit systems, um, that, you know, this could have been something that was programmed, you know, not programmed right. You know what I mean? It's an actual glitch yeah. in the game. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah, I mean, like, it's not... Yeah, it's not a deal breaker. It's just like a... Um, um, just like a small... Like a small, like, annoying, yeah. uh, annoying yeah. thing that happens. Uh, that you... Uh, that you just could be, like, mm -hmm. aware about. But, uh, but, yeah, the graphics also... The graphics also Mickey taking damage in his various costumes is also, like, yeah. very well done. So... Uh, so those are like nice touches, and Mickey Mouse does change his facial expressions every now and then. For example, like they have cutscenes, like they'll go down to a frown mm -hmm. or something like that. So uh, he's not always wearing that big idiot <laughs> grin that he usually has like, like with the right. stage. So um, I also experienced a little bit of slowdown every now and then when a lot of stuff was on screen. But again, super, 
Oh, but again, this is an early Super NES kind of title, so I'll give it some slack. Yeah, I also noticed the same thing, but um, and I said the same thing. It was, it's an early Super Nintendo title. It's the first, you know, uh, I I hate to say that it's the first Disney title that Capcom did, and that's why it's kind of buggy. But also, like, you know, Capcom's done other stuff on the Super Nintendo before this, so they should know what the limitations are and what uh, they can and cannot do. But who knows? Maybe yeah. this was a different team. I don't know. So. Yeah, possibly. So. But anyway, so. Um, yeah, so uh, going on going on here by real quick, uh, the GBA remake of this game came out in 2002. Uh, that, got rena- that got renamed as Disney's Magical Quest starring Minnie making Minnie because like Minnie was added to right. playable character, as I mentioned before. It just simply, as I said before, like just simply a sprite, a sprite, a sprite swap. The game's still only like you know like one player. Um, however, however, they did add four mini games to the game that are playable in both single player and multiplayer. Oh. So there was some multiplayer ability hmm. added. Uh, the multiplayer, the multiplayer games could be played, could like be played like the GBA Link Cable, um, and you only needed like one cartridge to play. So that's, that's uh, a so plus. That's like a, a cool thing with that. But yeah. Uh, GBA, the GBA version also added a save feature, so you can save anytime that you want to. Um, because this game, being so short, doesn't have either a password feature mm-hmm. or a save feature originally. Um, um, and you can also, um, uh, uh, and the game also did something that several, and the game also offered several, several, uh, several. The game also offered the ability that several other games this time period did. I don't know if you ever did anything with this, Joe, but um, but uh, but uh, do you remember how back in that time period? Um, it was a gimmick that several that several GBA games would allow you to, allow you to be able to, hook, to, to interface with another GameCube yes, game, yes. and the GBA could be used as like a secondary yep. controller or something like that. You know, Zelda uh, Zelda did yeah, this best, yeah, I think. With four but, swords. Um, right. So this game also had that hmm. feature. Uh, you could plug in. Um, uh, so you could so you could connect your GBA with this game to to, to the GameCube and GameCube and you're playing Dizzy's Dizzy's Magical Mirror start like sorry Mickey Mouse uh like if you get the flavor link cable you could also uh, um I uh, could also like unlock like additional flavor additional um, additional oh, features okay. so um but uh, Too bad yeah. Disney's Magical yeah, Mirror wasn't so. that great of a game <laughs> uh I never played, so I can't comment <laughs> anything about that. So, um, but they, uh, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, the GBA version of the game is probably a little, it's probably a bit easier to get a hold of these days. Uh, I, I didn't, um, I, I didn't price check the game the same way the same way I did with the the, the Super NES version of the game, which we're toward the end. But the GBA version does look like it runs. A, the GBA version does look like that runs a bit cheaper. So. Um, However, curiously enough, uh, when it came to the critical reception for the like this game, we'll get here. Um, uh, there are some differences. The differences between the GBA and the Super NES version of the game, which we'll talk about here in a moment. Um, not a lot of magazines covered covered this game back in the day, but those that did gave it like pretty positive marks. Uh, the overall the overall aggregate score of this game, a game rating, a game rank, gets is eighty six percent. So. Um, which is like a pretty solid score. Other magazines, the, the magazines that did, did cover this game back in the day when it came out, uh, AGM gave it nine out of ten. Um, Nintendo Power gave it four point one out of five. NES Force gave ninety one percent, and Superplay gave eighty nine percent. So, pretty pretty high marks yeah. across the board. Um, most most of viewers most of viewers said the same things we already commented on. Uh, they praised 
they praised the, the they praised the detail, the cover graphics, the animation of the game. Um, they praised the bosses, the bosses, the backgrounds. Outfit system was also like very well liked. Uh, sound, the sound, music would get, get got positive marks. They love the love comment that the music, the music, the music group was like kind of short. The sound was up to par, which I can agree with. Um, the most criticism was aimed for the, the most criticism like was aimed toward the shortness of the game. And, um, you know, the difficulty, um, um, the difficulty feature feature of the game. But I kind of felt that easy was too easy and hard mm -hmm. was too hard, which I'm like, I can kind of see that. I don't fully agree with it, but I can understand why somebody, uh, like somebody like would, um, you like would allow that. Um, you know, the game, the, the, you know, actually, actually, the fact the game had, the, actually, the fact the game had unlimited continues was gonna, was kind of considered to be negative mm -hmm. back in those days because it's like. Uh, because like these like they kind of make the game like too easy. Eh? Nowadays we're like, hey, this is a great thing. <laughs> right. So some yes yeah, yeah some of the ways the game they some of the ways the game has changed the last thirty years I guess. So um, but uh, yeah so most of them most of them felt that the game's true experience true experience like playing the game in hard mode, which yeah I can agree with it, but hard mode is hard. <laughs> so um, the game's so pretty well worldwide. It's like um, you like uh, worldwide, worldwide, uh, like 1.2 million copies of the game like were sold. So, um, the GBA version of the game did not get quite as high marks. Um, for example, like for example, Gamespot gave it 6.6 .6 out of 10, and IGN gave it and IGN gave it 6 out of 10. Um, most of the reasons for the most of the reasons for that is because they felt they kind of felt the GBA port lost several things when uh, the thing compared to the Super NES version. They felt like they um they, uh, they, they felt the GBA game actually had like worse. Um, they actually had the worst graphics, which is like, it's like I know the GBA is par uh, actually actually has better graphics than the Super NES. Maybe just uh, maybe the, maybe just maybe just the programmers kind 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 of a sloppy trying to put the game over the GBA and didn't really touch the graphics up as um, um, as well as they should have done. I mean, so, looking at screenshots, um, I think it's just that the uh, what what it looks like is it's kind of like what would happen with the Game Gear and Sega Master System mm -hmm. games, where they would kind of blow it up and so part of the frame would be cut off so things would look bigger and brighter but in all actuality it would be yeah, cut off and it would kind of hinder the original stage design that was another like complaint the crop background the yeah. small view area so, so um i mean the mini games the mini games also the mini games they, they felt also did, uh, um, also uh, also didn't add very much the uh value to the game yeah. either so and I mean, despite what you know, reviewers said about the GBA remake. Let's be fair. Um, January of '93, Nintendo Power dedicated six pages, or actually, I think it's like eight pages, of coverage for this game, and they literally broke down all four stages. Um, so, right. I mean. You know, you could say what you want, but the reality is, like, this game was big deal at the time, and uh, you know, you know, everything's going to be seen differently through hindsight in twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh. Yep. Yep. That's true. I can definitely like agree with like, all that. So, um, one last thing I thought was interesting also is that, uh, like, is that like uh, Games Radar uh, back in two thousand nine actually did that. Um, actually, did an article talking about they felt was the best. Um, uh, you know, actually. The, like the seven best, seven best Disney games period mm. of all time up to the, you know, up to the, you know, up to that year, of course, obviously because, right. um, but, and uh, they actually ranked, uh, and, and they actually ranked this game, uh, number five in the huh. list. So you know, you know, yeah, that's pretty high totally. praise. So, 
in case you're wondering, Aladdin the Genesis was number four. Um, Tron 2.0 was number three, yeah. which is a great game. Uh, that's a very, um, you, you know, you know, you know, that's a fun like first-person shooter. Uh, look at the game as well too. Um, and where's the page? Oh, here we go. All right. Sorry. This is having to refresh. <laughs> I'm going to refresh like my computer here. So, DuckTales, number okay. two, obviously. But, um, you know. And number one. Oh, of course. Oh, okay. Hearts. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But, anyway. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, you know, this game, you know, this game, you know, this game held up pretty well. It was still, uh, pretty well. It's still pretty, you know, it, you know, still pretty well mm-hmm. regarded today. Um, yeah. This is a decent platformer. It's not the best platformer in the system. Um, but it's a very, like, um, it, you know, with being a Capcom Disney game, it, uh, it, uh, it is very well programmed, plays very well, looks good. Um, you know, minus the complaints, uh, minus the complaints of the, like, like the game being short and like too hard and hard right. being too hard. Um, this is a very, this is a very competent, solid platform game. That's still yeah, pretty absolutely. So, I recommend everyone at least you know, plays it once. There's probably not much gameplay after that, but at least play it once. <laughs> Yeah, and since you yeah since you mentioned yeah since you mentioned how you thought the second game the second game in the series like was even better I'm I, I'm curious you know, I'm curious you know, I'm curious yeah. about that one too yeah it'll so. be fun but and have you ever played number three probably not because that one didn't so I just recently found that number three existed and was only in Japan so yeah. no I have not played that one and because uh, I picked this one I figured we will tackle the second game. And eventually get to the third game, so I decided I'm going to hold off until we get to that third game. Right. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. So. Um. All right. So. Um. Moving on here. Uh. There is. Uh. There is one. Um. So there is. Like, there is one cheat code available in this game, which maybe have how. Uh, uh, uh. Which maybe helps you if you're struggling. Uh, struggling. Uh, struggling. With, struggling with it. I mean, like in hard mode. Um. Uh, before before collecting a small heart from the small yellow boxes, Havokro both controllers plugged in, then push start and select uh, and hold them on both controllers and, and controllers that like, collect the heart. Uh, if done right, uh, you'll hear the Capcom logo music play and the, um, the play noise play, play the Mickey Mouse and suddenly they suddenly gain max heart 990 coins 9 lives the magician and fireman the, the magician and fireman outfits fully upgraded and I, and I heard 9 and I, and I heard 9 seconds <laughs> on the timer so very nice code yeah. to have you out with this game that's awesome Probably, probably Cole left in from programming when they wanted like an ear. Um, uh, like the programmers were, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, bugging the game and wanted to be able to play the game, play test the game without having any problems with it. So, but that's usually what happens. Most codes, most codes are left in the game either intentionally, uh, like intentionally or not intentionally because the programmers can't play the game very well. Or yeah, yeah. <coughs> As a side note, you made a story behind this, Joe, but that's actually how the famous. Uh, Konami code. Uh, um, uh, mm-hmm. I, I got started. Um, uh, Gradius, the first game to have the have the code, and the programmer programmer basically could not play the game very well because he thought the game, um, you know, his own game right. was too hard for him. So he, he put the code in to help him out with the game. It was supposed to be left, the code was supposed to be removed. It, it wasn't, and the rest yep. is history. Yep. So absolutely. And you know that's happened. That's, that's happened. That's happened. That's happened a lot of codes yep. over the years. So. Uh, anyway, 
being a fairly popular game, this game is like uh, um, this game is like fairly easy to find on, e on eBay. Not that expensive, I think, as far as price, as far as pricing goes. Um, 22 copies of the game I think are currently listed. 55 copies of the game recently sold. These prices include shipping. Uh, like I said before, for like for a popular Disney platformer, like a Capcom game, I, I think the price of, I think the price of the game is like pretty fair. Um, currently, currently examples of the game. So anywhere from fifteen to to thirty five dollars. Yeah. And see, I've copies of the game sold anywhere from sixty sixty dollars to one hundred one dollars. Yeah, that's not bad. So, like I said, like I said, the GBA version of the game is a little, little bit cheaper. They like, wanted to like, get it that way, but you know, the Super Nintendo version of the game is not that expensive yeah. to pick up either. So, anyway, uh, I think it's about it. Um, I can't think of anything else to say about this game. Platform episode was it? Platform episodes are usually are usually a bit shorter. Um. You have anything else that you want to like say about this game, Joe? No, the only thing I have to say is that I look forward to looking at the next two entries. <laughs> yep, same here. So, but yeah, yep, we'll cover them. Uh, uh, we'll cover them. We're coming soon, soon enough, I'm sure. So, um, next time on the podcast, I wanted to cover a game that I actually never played, um, but I'm very curious to curious about because I spent considerable time with its with like its predecessor. Uh, on the next episode of Super NES Podcast, we're going to be looking at the very unique uh, isometric platforming again. Uh, again, uh, it wasn't planned that way, but platforming platform is different nature because it's you know, a different nature because isometric uh, adventure game, uh, Equinox, which is a sequel to the popular NES game Solstice. Uh, have you played this game yet, Joe? Nope, and nor have I uh, even heard or seen anything about it. Nor do I know anything about its predecessor, uh, Solstice. So, I would really recommend playing Solstice at least okay. a little bit, uh, just because, because in many ways, this game is kind of like a Super NES version, a version of that game. Uh, the plot, uh, 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 the plot's the same. It's a sequel uh, to its so, so, Solstice. The, 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 the platforming, platforming uh, view screen elements are the same. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the game is similar, so I think so. so I think, like, I think you get, so I think you get more out of the game if you like at least play closest closest on like a bit first. Uh, like yeah, I'll first. have to look at both. So, uh, so but anyway, uh, that's what we're looking at next time. Um, as, as always, we appreciate everybody yes, listening to the you. podcast. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, suggestions, you can leave my Facebook page, or you can also send me an email directly to the SNES Podcast Yahoo.com. Joe, you can you reach me at J O E S U X three zero. Okay, and one last thing: we are planning a special episode uh, episode coming up pretty soon, the two hundredth episode of the podcast. We're just still we're just still a good like five months away, I think, at this point. But you know, like you know, there are we're probably gonna have guest hosts, and those take the uh, I'll, I'll take time to, time to line up and everything else like that. So. Um, we don't have the uh, so we don't have the full plans worked out yet at this point, but you know, like just a just just, just a small teaser. We are working on that, so uh, that should be a very special episode. So if everything goes right, that episode should be recorded record sometime in um, I want to say October if I'm doing the math correctly. Yeah. So uh, so there's something to look forward to toward the end of the year. But anyway, uh, as always, as always, as always, thank you for listening. Stay safe and be well, everybody. We'll catch you again next time. And, uh, yeah, let me finish off by saying um, I don't like Disney as a company, <laughs> a company, but their games are very good. Fair enough. You know, uh, you know, the, uh, like, you know, so, like, like the think off of the games. Yep. 
But all right, we'll catch you again uh, next time, folks. See you. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.